Hello, beautiful women. You're listening to the Feminine Way podcast by none other than me, Kelly Jade. The Feminine Way is here to guide you on your heart's path and to activate you into true queenship in all areas of your life. The Feminine Way is for the women that know deep in their heart that they are here with a big mission, where they can weave their unique gifts into existence with great depth and devotion while honoring their true self. It is for the women that are deeply craving to know who they are with absolute cellular certainty and authority while building a world-class inner world. In each episode, I will bring your guest or a transmission that will help you step into the work and gifts you are here to bring to the world. My hope is that these conversations spark something in you that lights a fire for you to rise up into your true capacity as a woman and leader. I will often share my mindset practices as tools for your liberation and as an access point to illuminate your brilliance. It's time to honor your unique magic, the gifts placed in your heart, and be free to lead in all your power, grace, and glory. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Feminine Way podcast. I'm your host, Kelly, and today we have a beautiful guest, Holly McHugh. Holly is a sales and messaging strategist for service-based entrepreneurs and she runs a multi-six-figure business one-handed around her two beautiful daughters. Holly has been having an incredible journey since she left her corporate career and now she helps service-based entrepreneurs to own their brilliance nail their positioning and master their messaging so they can be seen as the no-brainer choice for their ideal clients and attract ready-to-buy ideal clients. So let's get into it. Let's meet beautiful Holly and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi Holly. Hey Kelly. I've just been chatting but Thank you so much for coming on to the Feminine Way today. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled. So lovely to have you on. Like we've been speaking, we've been wanting to chat for a while and it's nice to finally bring your magic on to the podcast and have the listeners hear all about you. (laughs) So um, now Holly is a sales and messaging strategist and I would love for you, Holly, to share a little bit about you and your story to the audience and um, let us know what really lights you up in your work. Yeah, amazing. Thank you so much, Kelly. So a little bit about me and my background. Uh, So in terms of my business background and how I came to do this work, um, I spent a decade as a brand strategist. So I was working in the world of marketing and uh, global consumer brands um both in the UK then Switzerland and then Australia so um that's really kind of where I guess I honed my business uh, skills and awareness but also really what it takes to create you know a timeless iconic brand that really stands for something in the hearts and minds of an audience so I was across brands um in what we call the fast moving consumer goods industry so the types of products you probably buy from the supermarket on a very regular basis things like Tantan and Dove Skincare and Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream and Oral-B. Um, so uh, a really incredible opportunity to really 
kind of see behind the scenes of TV advertising, of big media campaigns, of consumer insights, and really what it takes to bring a product to market and actually launch new innovation. So in a nutshell, that's my business background. Um, and a quarter life crisis back in the day is what kind of set me on my current <laughs> trajectory and path, where I just remember this, this feeling of hopelessness, to be honest, in terms of like where I was at and just struggling with imposter syndrome and um, perfectionism and a fear of failure and just not really feeling a very strong sense of purpose, even though I had an incredible role in incredible company. And that's when I actually explored personal development and NLP and coaching and ended up certifying as a coach back in 2013. Mm -hmm. And then we moved from uh, London to Sydney and I was really excited to, you know, support other women with, honestly, the life-changing techniques that I had learned through that personal development journey, which really shifted my mindset and allowed me to discover what success really meant to me and kind of let go of a lot of those comparison traps. Um, but the only way that I could do this work in a whole new country with no networks um, and a resume that said marketing was to start my own business. So I was completely clueless, to be honest, <laughs> in those early days of what it takes to, you know, um, create a coaching business that's successful and I've shifted a lot over the years um changed my niche three times and I absolutely love where I have settled on today and that's absolutely what lights me up and um yeah it's kind of been a very much an evolution and uh it just brings to the mix all of the things I'm passionate about so I actually have an English and French degree so yeah. words and writing have always been my thing and, you know, self-expression and creativity. And then with the marketing background and then the coaching and mindset. So today it allows me to tap into all of those areas and support clients all over the world who equally are doing purpose-driven work. And yeah, it's definitely a pinch me, you know, experience to, to know that this is what I get to do day in, day out um, and truly live within my passion. So yeah, it's amazing. Definitely. And it's definitely your zone of genius. You've definitely sort of fallen, not fallen into it. You've, it's, it's happened organically because it's, you're so good at what you do. I have to say everyone, I have done a few of Holly's masterclasses and they are brilliant. Um, you need to go and check them out because the whole, I, I think as when I was building my coaching business, there's so much information out there on on niches and messaging, and it's really easy to get confused. But Holly brings everything together in a way that's um, simple. It helps you resonate with it in a way that just makes it really clear and easy to kind of get. And yeah, your work, like we've spoke before we actually press record, your work has helped me so much too. So it's, I think that the niching part for many people is confusing, isn't it? It's and the messaging and, and how that, that comes together. And for the listeners that are on here, we tend to have a, a mix of women who are just starting up their businesses or already have established businesses and are going through some sort of transformation, whether they're looking at um, re, rebuilding their business, take, you know, stepping into more purpose in their business. And when you're going through that phase, I, I guess 
Are you able to describe the best way or the way that you would recommend to people in how to help build your, your understand your niche as a as a first step and also almost like the anatomy of a of a solid message? Yeah, thank you for brilliant questions because I love this type of <laughs> topic. Um, so I think like niching can be such a minefield. And I think the number one thing I want to tell people is not to be scared <laughs> of niching <laughs> because <laughs> niching can actually be liberating. Like it's so incredible when we have clarity around who we're actually speaking to and what it is we're offering as opposed to that endless sense of treading water and in that kind of limbo back and forth state of, oh, I don't really know, so I'm just going to stay in this kind of vagueness in the hope that someone somewhere is going to resonate with what I have to offer and, you know, want to work with me. And the longer we stay in that point of indecision, the harder it is, honestly. And I think people just end up being afraid to commit to something. But here's the thing. Your niche can evolve. As I said at the start, mine has evolved three times, you know, so you're not pigeonholed into any one specific area. But what do you know right now? Like, what are you already clear about? Like, there's already some identifiers that can help you have at least some parameters in terms of the context that you want to play in, you know. Yeah. And that can that can come down to so many different things. It doesn't have to be demographic space, right? So some people are like, I want to support women. Awesome. Other people, it might be single dads. Awesome. But it could also be, you know, introverts or it could be, you know, people at a certain life stage or going through a specific transition or recovering from, you know, a health event, you know. So really, I think the number one important thing to recognize is there's a lot of misinformation out there that we have to be so ultra specific. Like, you know, she's called Melissa and she's 31 and she has a labradoodle and she drives a Honda Civic and, <laughs> you know, she has green smoothie for breakfast. And we're like, how the flip do I find thousands and thousands of Melissa's, you know? And it's like, you don't have to get that granular, okay? So yeah, <laughs> you kind of have the broad strokes, but the number one question that I find really helpful and that my clients find really helpful is to just ask yourself, like, what are the things that unite your people? What are the commonalities? And um, what are they ultimately seeking and searching for? So mm -hmm. that can obviously then give us a lot more flexibility a lot more permission slips with exactly how we decide who those people are. It could be attitudinal, you know, it could be behavioral. Um, so it, it doesn't have to mean those really, really kind of old fashioned marketing, mm -hmm. um, you know, denominations that I think then make us feel like, oh, but I don't just want to work with that group of people. You know, I don't want to just want to work with Melissa. I also want to work with Jane. Um, and then we resist having that clarity which then keeps us in that space of indecision and therefore confusion and guess what a confused mind says no so we're just making it harder for people to buy from us mm. um so the first thing i would say is there's lots of different levers you can pull there's absolutely breadth and flexibility and you're not pigeonholed till kingdom come you can shift and evolve and the more that you just get out there and start talking to people and experiencing you know, the way in which you want to work, the, the faster that clarity is going to come anyway. Yes, a hundred percent. And that exact thing, the Susie that likes green smoothies and drives the Honda and that whole <laughs> um, 
that whole description of niching had been circling for years. I'm I'm pretty sure that exact because that was what I was taught. And like you, I did my coaching certification back in 2012, so very close to yours. And my first clients were offline and literally in hotel lobbies while I was working full time. And we've got similar stories where we transitioned out of corporate, but that whole niche of the descriptors kept me circling fears thinking where is Susie like I turn and it was <laughs> until I found did some of your master classes and it really landed for me and it made me realize oh okay it's not as hard as I thought and that did keep me circling for a long time and um yeah it's you spot on with the what unites your your people that's such a great question for people to think about yeah and I think there's so much there's so much confusion because it feels like there's these two extremes either we get so granular that we feel boxed in and then we're resisting because we're like there's so much more to what I want to offer and so much more variety I want to tap into and then on the opposite extreme you see people saying screw the niche you know you don't need one and or you are the niche (laughs) which is just equally unhelpful because you know if you cannot clearly and simply articulate you know who you serve and and how yeah it is always going to be harder to make sales it's going to be harder for you to ever be seen as that go-to expert and that specialist and the no-brainer choice yeah. Um, and you know, so that, yeah, that I, I guess my mission is just to <laughs> show you how simple it can be, but also how powerful and potent yeah. it is when you nail it and can be known, you know, as that one person that, you know, everyone is recommending for the thing that you do. Yes, hundred percent. And, you know, you made me think about a time that when the the niche is you and you know that 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 theory of niching too I went on down that path for a while (laughs) it's a rite of passage (laughs) I think I've gone down all of them and it really landed when I when I discovered you know Holly's theory and Holly's way of working and I that's why I really felt everybody needs to hear your way of doing it, your philosophy of doing it and your monetize your magic method as well which we'll probably chat a bit about at some stage today but I, I think the uh, for those of you that are listening potentially any listeners that are listening or existing listeners or new listeners that may be coming on and thinking well okay I have some idea of who it is but how can I how can I take that next step to really get that clarity? Would you, what would yeah. you say to them? Um, so there's, there's two components. There's the, there's the niche and the positioning and then there's the messaging. And that's really where we want to focus to get that clarity. And I cannot tell you how many people skim over these foundational elements. Yeah. In the quest for more fun, sexy, shiny things in terms of marketing and activities online. And to their detriment, because, you know, when we really laser focus in and get single minded on these pieces, mm-hmm. we create such a rock solid foundation that it quite honestly will magnetize people to you as yeah. opposed to you constantly going out there and saying, hey, <laughs> yeah. I'm really good at what I do. I promise. Just give me a try, you know, and in that whole convincing, persuading, educating, justifying um that you know we have this expertise instead of allowing 
that to speak for itself because we offer such clarity around that so that in a heartbeat people understand it mm-hmm. so the messaging side of that is important but I'd say the the number one way you get clarity is through experience honestly is it's through test and learn trial and error which so many people are not willing to do mm-hmm. um, necessarily for long enough to get that clarity or they just um you know have that knee-jerk reaction of giving it like a five minutes (laughs) opportunity to work and if they don't get an immediate response that onto the next thing oh that didn't work instead of being curious around well what did resonate what didn't resonate and why Mm -hmm. so what I always try to remind people of is that you know your people have the answers like if you are clear on on at least the group or the category of people that you want to work with spend time with them because they will tell you exactly what they want and better yet they will share the exact words and phrases of how to describe it in a way that's going to feel like it strikes a chord with them so mm-hmm. we'll get on to what makes a strong message but this is absolutely key in terms of eliminating the guesswork is actually asking your audience what do you want yes what's important to you why what's the impact of that what are you struggling with yeah. instead of like hypothesizing guessing creating a ton of stuff in the background and then hoping people will buy it like let's reverse engineer mm. and know that we're creating things that will sell because we've already validated it yes yeah yeah definitely and that's where I think there's a lot of I won't say misinformation out there but there's a lot of ways that people do it and people get confused that you can just start speaking and people will be attracted to to you and it's almost the uh, but that strategy is so important and people get especially with the feminine way and people think of feminine business which is the area that I'm in people think about it that it's you know you're just going to lay back and things will happen you don't have to do much but things will happen (laughs) (laughs) strategies you need a strategy it's it's the pillars of your business you need to have that in order to have a business um and it's really like as you said the messaging the positioning and the niche are all three areas that you need within that strategy and it's like the core strategy (laughs) so I I guess um even with with those with the people that are thinking now okay perfect I'm going to go away and I'm going to have a few conversations especially the ones that are thinking okay my business no longer feels good right there's something there that it no longer resonates and you said you can just go and start sharing, you know, obviously speaking from the angle that you want to and see if it starts resonating. So go and see that that proof, what's working, what's not, right? So if we move on to the next step and we think about the messaging um, and some listeners, I would say many listeners like yourself and like me even, we're multi-passionate. Right, we have multi. We're multi passionate. We have many gifts that we want to share with the world. There's not just one thing, but sometimes we do need to choose, or we need to get a bit clearer. How would you navigate messaging for people who are multi passionate? Yeah, it's a great question, and I'm multi passionate myself. Um, in (laughs) absolutely massive way so I totally get this and I get this question all the time because all of my clients are multi-passionate in fact I don't really feel like anyone's just one-dimensional does this one thing you know um, we're all multi-passionate 
multifaceted. We all have different levels of experience. Um, and how I like to describe this is packaging up your brilliance because no one can replicate the exact brilliance that you have because there are so many layers to it. You know, it's your personal story and background. It's your unique experience. It's your way of doing things. And even if you're equally uh, qualified or certified the exact same thing as someone else, how you do that is going to be different, right? You've got your own personality and your own sense of humor and your style and approach and energy. So what we're really kind of tapping into here is more kind of like the personal branding side of things. Um, but with the messaging, so there's a couple of key components to your messaging. First and foremost, you have to have what I call a magnetic intro. This is literally your elevator pitch. Like when someone asks what it is you do, you need a, you know, a really clear and confident way to express and articulate that. Because the worst thing in the world, as I'm sure we've all experienced on one level or another, yeah. and sometimes many times over, is that kind of polite glazed stare in response of, huh, that's nice. When really what we want is, oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. That's exactly what I need. Like, tell me more, right? Or at least, oh, I know someone who needs that. Like, that's the response we're kind of really seeking when we share what it is we do. So your magnetic intro is like one of those absolute non-negotiables. Mm. Um, and we'll dive into what makes a really powerful magnetic intro. Mm. But just to touch on the multi-passionate side of things, you know, the rest of your messaging is ultimately how people experience you and how people experience you is through your content and your online presence and your teachings and your strategies and your philosophy and there's so many layers to that right so you're never just talking about one thing at any one moment in time and how people connect to you and know that they're on your wavelength and that you're the person for them is ultimately through that bigger self-expression yeah. and um so you know in your content you can really kind of play around with the different multi-passionate sides of you you can show the multifaceted aspects of your personality and the behind the scenes and what makes you you and makes you tick and what's different about how you do your thing um so I think there's just that reassurance that you know there's there's no rigidity there's no restriction around that and the yeah. way that I like to describe it kind of as an analogy is the number one purpose of that kind of shop front window display messaging of your magnetic intro is just to get the right people in the room it's yeah. like here's the party <laughs> This is where it's at. And once they're in the room, they're going to have lots of different types of experiences of you. Yeah. And they can have all kinds of different conversations with you, but it's getting them through the door in the first place. Mm -hmm. Another really great analogy with the multi-passionate side of things is like, you know, what draws you to pick up one book over another? It's the front cover. It's the title. It's that one liner that describes what it's all about. And that either resonates and piques your interest or it doesn't. And it doesn't matter how good the story is inside that book. If the front cover hasn't landed, you know, yeah. that overarching message and description has not landed or doesn't feel relevant to us, we're going to gloss on by. Mm. But within that book, there could be all kinds of beautiful, you know, interwoven stories um, that go so much deeper and touch into all these different multi-passionate areas. So it's really about you know, what's the number one thing that you want to be known for? What's the easiest, simplest, clearest way to tell people you are for them and get them in the room? where you can then play amongst more of your passions. So if I just take my example, you know, I'm a sales and messaging strategist for service-based entrepreneurs. So what I do is quite specialist. Mm. Who I do it for is actually quite broad. Mm. So I have worked with over 50 different niches and counting um, in terms of, uh, you know, service-based entrepreneurs. So I've worked with child allergy specialists. I've worked with um, meditation teachers. I've worked with 
a fitness and mobility experts. I've worked with lawyers, um, coaches, healers, everyone in between, right? Mm -hmm. So I have so much variety there. What I'm known for and what gets people into my party is this desire to make sales and messaging feel more effortless and to help them be seen as that no-brainer choice. Once they're in the room and in my programs, I'm doing all kinds of things. I'm helping them with branding. I'm helping them with mindset. I'm helping them with positioning, communication, uh, energetics. You know, there's a whole ton of things that goes on behind the scenes in order to support them with the sales and the messaging. Yes. But if I was trying to list all of that mm. up front on my shop front window display or the cover of my book, it'd be like, what? <laughs> How could I possibly ever be seen as a go-to? you know, for a laundry list of items. So that's kind of what we're getting at with the importance of that specificity and clarity from the get-go with the reassurance that we still get to play amongst all of our different skill sets. Mm, and that's, you know, that that's a question I, I use a lot actually with my clients. What do you want to be known for? And that it's always a, something that they need to think about because it's something if you don't think about it, um, or if you don't know it straight away, it's it's something to go off and, and ponder. It's a it's a deeper question to really that will help guide you in your business, right? It's a it's such a powerful question. And you've you've explained it so perfect uh, for people that are listening that are thinking, okay, I'm multi-passionate, but now this is what I really need. Everything else people will experience in my world anyway, but I don't I don't have to tell that to everyone straight up because it will confuse them and then nobody will come into their world so exactly right and when when you I guess when you're having um when you're working with clients and they they get that level of clarity and they start then like the content piece is really important isn't it so how do you then because you've got a really powerful content masterclass which I've done and I've it's helped transform the way I do content I have to be honest awesome. um, <laughs> haven't done that I haven't loved um, <laughs> make it so understandable for people you really do um so what's going to happen then people will go okay now I need to start writing content that resonates and how do they then do that like how would you explain to someone that is struggling to write really good content that mm. they need to um like how would what's the one tip that you can give them if they need to start they need to start writing content yeah yeah so I like to teach what I call magnetic messaging and that kind of filters through everything that you do so there's kind of four kind of keys to a magnetic message or a message of any kind that's really going to have that potency and that impact number one as we've been touching on um it needs to have that immediacy of who are you speaking to and who are you for so that upfront sign post so it needs someone else needs to be able to understand <laughs> you know like we have a heartbeat's worth of time to capture attention especially online it's literally two and a half seconds according yeah. to research on social media before someone's going to scroll on and you know look at the next stupid viral meme <laughs> doing the loop the loop yeah um, so we, we just actually cannot afford to say things like I work with anyone who or have any kind of vagueness or rambling to the point so that immediacy of being clear and easy to understand 
Mm-hmm. Number two is so, so important. And this goes again throughout all of your content, no matter what you're creating, is to speak their lingo. Yes. So, oh my gosh, I can't tell you how many times I have reviewed someone's messaging, whether it's a sales page or a website or social media content or their Instagram bio. And it's just full of jargon that no one actually understands. Like, you know what it means because you are so excited about this super duper new tool that you're certified in. But no one else knows what that is (laughs) a lot of the time. Um, Or we're just being very formal or a bit too convoluted. And it all creates complexity. So the most powerful way psychologically to resonate with your audience is to reflect back the words and phrases they use. So strip out the jargon. How does your ideal audience say it, Mm. right? Um, And when you hit upon that and reflect that in your messaging and marketing, you're going to get those responses of, oh my gosh, how did you know? Or it's like you're reading my mind or you're speaking my language, you know? And there's nothing more exciting to hear than that because that's when you know you've nailed your messaging. So speaking their lingo is another really, really important one. The third piece is specificity. So I am a massive advocate that specificity sells. So whether you're creating content about an offer or, um, you know, whatever you're sharing really online, you need to have a specific context for it. You know, again, I come across so much messaging that's like, I help women unlock their superpowers (laughs) or I help you calibrate to a higher vibration or (laughs) help you think more positive. And it's like, great. And then what do you think in response to that? I mean, so what? Okay, nice, right? It's not like, oh, tell me more because there's no kind of sense of immediacy with regards to wanting more details because we haven't got a specific context. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, if you were saying, you know, I help women unlock their superpowers so they can communicate with confidence at work and negotiate their dream role, promotion or pay rise without it ever feeling like a career limiting move, suddenly there's a really specific context and we know immediately is that speaking to us is that something we want we're like oh my gosh tell me how that's exactly what I need right so it's that simple shift and a lot of the time what people uh forget is more detail is more helpful yeah a lot of people are trying to be too concise too succinct but they're missing out important ingredients which means actually people don't have enough information I see this on sales pages all the time there's just not enough information so why, like, why is this helpful? How is that piece going to help me? So what that there's four calls? Like no one cares about your PDF yeah. unless you spell out specifically how that PDF resource is going to support them, right? To eliminate confusion or give them a roadmap or fill in the blanks that they're missing right now in terms yeah. of the solutions they're seeking. So connecting the dots with the specific details is absolutely key because that's when you're going to have people go oh my gosh that sounds amazing sign me up where's the link (laughs) how can I work with you right and that's the reality for so many of my clients literally on a weekly basis they're getting people in their inboxes and their dms saying how can I work with you like where do I sign up and there's nothing more magical than that because that's when you know you've truly magnetized yeah the fourth piece that is absolutely critical. And this is kind of touching on what you said about people who are kind of no longer loving what they do, or they're just not feeling not feeling it anymore, is it has to feel good. You have to be excited to share what it is you do. Like it has to light you up. And if it doesn't, you're never going to sell it anyway, because your energy 
is the number one thing that creates your magnetism, right? If you're not bought in, how are you expecting anyone else to come on board with you? Mm -hmm. So it really has to be that thing that you're almost obsessive over, that you're so excited to talk about it, so excited to share it. Your energy alone is infectious. So Mm -hmm. if it's not feeling aligned, it doesn't matter how clever the wording is. It doesn't matter if it sounds good from a marketing perspective. If it doesn't feel aligned, it's still a disconnect for you and you're still going to create resistance around putting that content out there and being more visible and shouting from the rooftops about how amazing you are at what you do. So they're the kind of four keys that Mm -hmm. I'd encourage people to focus on really intentionally. I love it. You've just kind of given like a little mini masterclass in there. (laughs) I get that a lot on podcasts though. (laughs) You've done the whole training. (laughs) I think binge listen to all the podcasts you've done a really incredible one as well with um entrepreneurs on fire and you've done so many incredible ones listeners go and listen to those ones (laughs) yeah definitely they need to come into your world and and experience your magic in a deeper way because it's you and the energy thing is so important that it's it's spoken about or people will speak um, we'll speak about it, but not in detail. But when it comes to messaging and getting your content and your work out there, the energy behind it is so important because you can try and um, create content. You can try and sell as many programs as you you like, but if the energy is not there, people can feel it. Right? They may they may resonate with the content, but they may feel the energy, which may not draw them in completely. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, we all, it's like that person who's having an amazing time at the party. We're kind of like, I want to be around them. (laughs) They look like they're having an awesome time, right? Whereas the person who's sat in the corner looking bored as anything, you know, we're not rushing over to chat. So it's the exact same concept. That's what you've got to think about in terms of, you know, are you creating an experience others want to be a part of, Mm. you know, and um, are you making it easy for them to you know connect with you and learn more about you and binge watch you like we absolutely should be aspiring for our content to be binge worthy mm-hmm. like oh my gosh where's the next episode where's the next installment I need the next email in my inbox like that's the anticipation that we want our audience to have and yeah. the excitement we want them to feel yeah definitely oh Holly you've just brought so much magic to this podcast today thank you so much <laughs> you're welcome thanks for having me I think how can people connect with you if um, and once they listen to this, they will realize that they will want to connect with you (laughs) and find you. How can they connect with you? What's the best way? Thanks, Kelly. Well, I'm more than happy for anyone to connect with me via DM, send me a friend request. I typically hang out on Facebook and Instagram. So Instagram, I'm just at Holly McHugh. Uh, if you like um, particularly British sense of humor, you can check out my reels. <laughs> I have a bit of a giggle there, but it's all obviously focused on sales and messaging tips. I also have a free Facebook community. Uh, I go live every week, um, again, sharing resources, strategies on sales and messaging. So that group is um, Empowered Entrepreneurs Connect and Inspire. Um, and yeah, if you want to binge watch, binge listen to um, other podcasts I've been on, then you can just go to hollymchugh.com forward slash media. Perfect. Thank you so much, Holly. Um, You've been an absolute gem. And I know everyone will really enjoy this episode and and take away so much as well, because it's such an important part of business and and doing business as a female entrepreneur. And when we find something that resonates with 
how we want to do business. We don't have to circle anymore. We can just sit down and try and get it clear, as clear as possible. And if people follow the steps that you've shared today, I'm sure they will they will start taking um, some positive steps forward. So I think the, the thing I would just love to sum up with is mm-hmm. it makes it easy, right? So the more that you nail these foundational pieces, the easier it becomes, the more effortless it feels, mm-hmm. um, and therefore the more fun it is as well. So yeah. Um, yeah, like really doing these pieces well is just going to mean you love selling actually, and you have a far more positive relationship to selling. So um, that's really the, the concept of my philosophy of magnetic selling. And um, actually, there's a, there's a free gift I would love to offer your audience as well, um, Kelly, which is um, a behind the scenes of how I personally banked over $300,000 without a sales page. Amazing. And that's really tapping into the things we've discussed today. So it shares my framework of the magnetic selling framework. Um, it's just a, a 12-page guide that walks you through exactly how I achieved that. Um, so I'll give you that link to share uh, with your audience. Perfect. Thank you. Oh, they would love that. So thank you so much. Welcome. Thank you. Always love our chats. Thank you so much. <laughs> and um, we'll chat soon. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you feel even more confident within yourself and your business and that you are one step closer to living and leading with the gifts placed in your heart. Now, I have something really special for mamas out there who are in business. It is the Mother Muse Masterclass, which is happening next Thursday, the 2nd of November at 10 a.m. Queensland time in Australia. So this masterclass is for women who believe that motherhood becomes redefined into the most beautiful initiation into womanhood and business. Because when you reclaim who you are as a woman and you make motherhood a masterpiece while you pave a path of love and legacy, you will be the most powerful guides for your children and your clients. So in this masterclass, what you're going to discover is the art to harmonizing your business and life in a way that feels nourishing and fulfilling the art of presence for your children and business so that your time and focus is spent where it matters. You'll also discover how to navigate identity and motherhood. So you'll have the link in the show notes to register. And if you found this episode valuable with Holly, I would love for you to share the podcast with a friend. And please take some time to leave a five-star review as this helps the Feminine Way podcast become visible to more women who need this work. And please make sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Pinterest. I would love to connect with you there. So please send me a message. Lots of love.